Are you feeling stuck in your small business? I would love to invite you to join the She Sells Differently community. It is the ultimate membership coaching program designed specifically for product-based small business owners who are ready to transform their business from stagnant to successful. Imagine waking up every morning feeling confident and empowered, knowing exactly how to market and sell your products. That's the kind of transformation She Sells Differently can offer you. The doors only open a few times a year, and now is your time to act. Visit SheSellsDifferently.com to join today. Undercharging. We as women, especially when it's a product that we personally make or a service that we personally offer, we so often undervalue it because we're fearful of what others think. But would you rather people say that you are likable or that you helped them? Hi, friends. Welcome to She Sells Differently, the show for aspiring women entrepreneurs looking to overcome the fear of selling and grow thriving businesses from a place of authenticity and confidence. I'm Andy Hart, and it wasn't all that long ago that I was a sales executive for a Fortune 500 company, but I knew in my heart that I was called to use my gifts for something more, something different. That's exactly why I created the She Sells Differently podcast. Each episode is going to deliver you business strategies, tools, and mindset shifts to help set you and your brand apart from our culture's expectations. It's time to elevate your sales and build a profitable, sustainable business you're proud of, one built on integrity, grace, and humility. It's time to learn how to sell differently. Today, we are going to be talking about the common sales mistakes that I see women entrepreneurs, women small business owners making out in the market today. And yes, when I say common, I mean nine out of 10 women that start working with me in my coaching programs, I see them making these mistakes. More than talking about these mistakes today, We are going to talk about ways that you can avoid making these mistakes and specific things that you can do instead to increase your sales and maximize your profits. So let's dive right on in to mistake number one. Mistake number one, assuming your product or your service is the right fit for everyone. Now, we hear this all the time, knowing your target audience, or maybe you hear your ideal customer avatar. A lot of people have different names for it. And yes, this is so key and so perfect. But what's really important to remember is that you need to be willing and you need to have the confidence to walk away when you are speaking to someone that is not your target audience. And why is that important? It's important because when you are trying to sell your product to someone that is not your ideal customer and 
potentially they end up buying your product, then oftentimes, more often than not, you end up with a situation where they are a disgruntled customer or potentially they come back and want to return their product or their service. And it just ends up being a hassle in the long run, both for you and the customer. And it's just not a good customer experience. So save yourself a lot of headache, save your potential customer a lot of headache, and make it a great experience all the way around and learn to have the confidence to say no when it's not the right fit. So don't make the assumption that your product or your service is the right fit for everyone. Learn to do this instead. Learn to ask the right questions to assess whether your product will be of value to your potential customer. If it's not, then learn how to walk away, to actually tell your customer no. Your customer will end up respecting you and recommend you to those that are the right fit, and you will be far less likely to deal with a disgruntled customer in the long run. Which brings me to my second mistake. Mistake number two, being easily offended by no instead of learning from it. So let's do this instead. Seek to learn from those in your target audience that do say no and how you can adjust your approach to get a yes next time. Try asking for feedback. Why didn't they say yes? I have found that most people are happy to provide a reason, and this gives you great data points to help you overcome future objections, and every no is an opportunity to learn how to get a yes down the road. I'm going to say that again. Every no is an opportunity to learn how to get a yes down the road. Mistake number three, not being confident and excited about what you are selling. Body language is 90% of communication and your enthusiasm, even written and virtual this day and age, shows through to your customers. They need to get excited about what you have to offer. So being joyful and confident and sharing your gift with the world is key. Don't hold back, sister. God gave you this gift to share it with the world. And when you hold back and you are not confident and excited about your product, it shows through to your customer and it tells them that you're not valuing what you have to sell. Mistake number four. This is a huge one, so listen up. Undercharging. We as women, especially when it's a product that we personally make or a service that we personally offer, we so often undervalue it because we're fearful of what others think. But would you rather people say that you are likable or that you helped them? You cannot help people if you are undervaluing yourself and what you bring to the table. 
So let's do this instead. Gain data points based on the market and your target audience. Evaluate carefully as it's a lot harder to raise your prices than it is to lower them. This is one of the many areas where a community of like-minded entrepreneurs is super helpful in your journey to give you feedback as you learn to price your product offerings. So be very aware that undercharging in a customer's mindset is often cheapening what you have to offer. So make sure that you're valuing what you bring to the table and don't fall victim to the mistake that so many women small business owners make and undercharging for what they bring to the table. And that brings me to mistake number five, which is giving up too easily. I think perhaps this is the number one reason why entrepreneurs end up failing. I think that the world of entrepreneurship is full of highs and lows. And when times get hard, it is so easy to want to throw in the towel and give up. But you're an entrepreneur and you are going to have bad days. You're going to make mistakes. You're going to have times where you feel like throwing in the towel. Repeat after me. Failure is not failure if we don't let it be. Failure is not failure if we don't let it be failure. So pick yourself up, grab a tub of ice cream or margarita if you prefer, and write down everything you would do differently. Now take the time to implement one to two changes to your process to make next time better. I think the key to successful entrepreneurship is to look failure in the face as opportunities to learn and be better tomorrow. I know in my 17 years as a sales executive, how many times I would look back on a sales meeting and think, I should have done that differently. I could have done that better. And yes, it's so easy to want to throw in the towel, but it's the times when you don't give up that success is right around the corner. And successful entrepreneurs, successful women in business look challenges in the eye and they learn from them and they do not give up. They always persevere and they learn from challenges. They learn from mistakes and they look failure in the eye and they learn how to change their circumstances. They learn how to pivot and make the changes necessary to bring about the results that are needed to persevere. So moving on to mistake number six. Trying to be like everyone else. I was so guilty of this early on in my career. And oftentimes I have to check myself in this now. But what I have learned is that your uniqueness is what is going to make the difference in whether you land your next client or not. Stop trying to use the same sales strategies and tactics that the last person used. Instead, take something helpful from their framework, learn from it, but make it your own. Learn from your sisters in business, but don't try to mimic their approach. 
Lean into your own uniqueness and that will shine through to your customer. Mistake number seven, not setting clear expectations up front. This is the number one reason that customer attrition happens because expectations were not met due to poor communication. It costs you five times the amount to acquire a new customer over the cost of actually retaining a customer. So for the sake of your sanity and your bottom line, ensure you communicate what the customer can actually expect after the sale and execute on it intentionally. Clear communication is one of the most important pieces of being successful in sales and business. Make sure that you are setting clear expectations up front, even when the message can be difficult to deliver. For example, maybe you cannot deliver a product in time when your customer actually needs it. If you say that you can just to make a sale and do not deliver that product on time, you will lose a customer. I've seen it happen time and time again. But if you set the expectations up front and you're honest and execute business with integrity, your customer will 100% appreciate that and come back time and time again because they know what they can expect from you. Make sure you set clear expectations and clearly communicate up front. Mistake number eight. This may sound like a simple one, but so often we simply do not ask for the sale. And by that, I mean asking them to buy our product offering. Did you know that over 60% of all sales conversations end without the customer being asked for the sale? That's actually insane to me. Be confident in your product and so excited about it that you actually assume that your customer is going to say yes and always, always, always ask them for their business. That does not have to feel uncomfortable or icky. It can genuinely just be a part of the conversation and not feel pressure to the client or It can be done in a way that is part of the conversation and not put pressure on the client. But you should be so confident in that product and excited about it that you ask them to sign up or to buy your product. If they don't, it does not mean that you have to continue to ask them. Don't hound them about it, but definitely ask them. They should never walk away without having been asked to buy your product. One of the biggest lessons I've learned from my career is that we are not created to do business and this life alone. And that leads to my last mistake of trying to work in a silo. We are created for community. And so often we as women can view community as competition But when we embrace our differences and what we individually bring to the table, amazing things can happen. Our businesses can actually soar. And so instead of looking at others as competition, we need to be cheering each other on. 
it's not a coincidence that my business started to thrive and grow more than 10x once I became a part of an entrepreneurial community. And so I want to encourage you to avoid a mistake number nine of trying to work in a silo and viewing others as competition and instead start viewing your small business sisters and others with like-minded businesses as ways that you can learn from them, ways that you can lean into them, ways that maybe you can work together with them and form communities with them. So stop trying to work in a silo. Stop trying to go at this entrepreneurship journey alone. God did not create us to do life alone. And so I encourage you to find an entrepreneurial community where you can learn from each other and be a part of a like-minded community. If you don't yet have a community, I invite you to join the She Sells Differently community. We are a coaching community that meets live on a Zoom call once a month, and I provide coaching lessons on how to overcome the fear of selling and grow thriving online businesses. This is all done within a membership portal, and you get access to a private podcast with all of the trainings available so you can listen on the go awesome bonus downloads and tutorials. So make sure that you check out the show notes for how to join in on the She Sells Different community. If you are interested in joining an entrepreneurial community, we would love to have you. So that wraps up our nine common sales mistakes and how to avoid them to increase your sales and maximize your profits. I hope you enjoyed today's show. All right, that's a wrap on today's episode of She Sells Differently. Friends, it would be a huge blessing to me if you would take two seconds to rate and subscribe to my podcast. New episodes drop every Wednesday. Until then, I'm cheering you on in your entrepreneurial journey. See you next time.